and we're live on the Nobody's Famous Podcast. We have a very special guest with us today, the one, the only, uh, Ramses III. <laughs> the second. The second. The Is second. it second in the game? Well, the second's more famous, right? I don't know if you know this, but Ramses II has actually the most... monuments of any pharaoh in oh, Egypt. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Only by a generation. I Only was... by a generation. Muhammad <laughs> <laughs> um, Qadi, thank you so much for being with us. Thank today. you for having me. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, first question, Harvard or Oxford? Oxford. Okay. Uh, no hesitation uh, there. No, A, a I'm biased. And B, we all know that Oxford started it all. So I don't know if you know this, but graduates from Oxford actually started Cambridge. And then graduates from Cambridge started Harvard. So... We're kind of like the mothership. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> First time I see someone compare a university to uh, an alien mothership. It kind of feels that way because when you go to Oxford, it's about 800 years stuck in the past. The architecture, mm. the, uh, the people, just the way everyone's dressed in, in these Harry Potter-like costumes. Mm. Um, so it does feel like a place out of this world. Nice. So moving, moving to the board game, yeah. which is an, an amazing achievement uh, for you. Um, the first uh, strategy board game by an Emirati. Am, yes. I, am I correct? Yeah. yeah. And um, I've played it and I've lost. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who won. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, I wonder who won. You know? <laughs> wink, wink. You know? like, no, no surprise there. Uh, but my, my first question before we... We're going to get into that. But yeah. my first question is... Um, You kind of mentioned it, that it came from your your passion for making this. Because I had a question is where did where did it come from? But you mentioned that it came from video games. Is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I grew up loving video games. Like, absolutely loving video games. So there are three types of games I would play. Counter-Strike, I was obsessed. Um, FIFA and all the sports games. But the, my favorite were like the strategy, strategy. games. Mm-hmm. Total Wars and the Red Alerts. And anyone who's played video games will probably know what I'm talking about. Um, I was just, and I'm literally obsessed till this very day. If you give me an Alienware, which my wife has done and regretted doing so, uh, I might disappear for a couple of months, right? Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the man cave. In the man in cave. In the dark, with an orange juice. Exactly. <laughs> orange juice, cookies, biscuits. <laughs> cookies are the See best. See you guys later. I mean, cookies is the thing, right? Yeah, with the you, orange you need juice, cookies. you need the, ma- of the mix. <laughs> but, but, you know, honestly, and the reason why I love, I'm so obsessed with strategy games is not because I'm obsessed with games. It's because I'm obsessed with reality. So um, if you've visited my house, and hopefully you will someday, you'll notice a, a library that spans the entire wall, and I have a couple more at my dad's house. It's just filled with history books and military strategy books. I'm just, I, I love it since I was a kid, reading about history of every single region, of every single timeline, and wanting to know exactly the tactics that were used in battle or to, to rule a population or whatever it is, right? Um, and as such, I've always been looking for a strategy game that can mimic that. And I found it on video games. It was Total yeah. War. I, I love that game. Um, but on board games, I struggled. I struggled to find something that can be authentic. And, and the way I sell my game is it's authentic. It's something that really takes you back to the third century BC. If you notice the artwork, the, uh, the, the countries, the way they've laid out, the politics between the different players, but more importantly, even the rules. Every rule makes sense. You know, there aren't any wizards that are going to pop mm-hmm. up on the map yeah, and, yeah. S- you know, do some... Only uh, elephants. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Considered, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but nothing, um, everything kind of makes sense and everything is so strategic. Everything 
makes you feel like you are Julius Caesar or you are Hannibal the Great or whoever it is. And uh, I'm, I'm very happy that, that the product kind of really mimics that authenticity. I completely relate to that. And uh, I mean, uh, the guys know, and I, <laughs> I'm very vocal about my also obsession with uh, video games. And yeah. and the most thing that I love to play also was strategy, but I never, I never had, I never had this uh, step into into board gaming because when you play video games, the game tells you, okay, this is a tutorial. You're done in like 20 minutes yeah. and you play it. And uh, I already started getting into board games like a couple of years ago and I would sit down for an hour and read. <laughs> like, I even play yet. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm just reading now. And wait, then you have to read and you have to explain to the players and every single player is like, can we play first and then you you know like, no no but you, you can't play if you don't know this thing so it's that yeah. um chicken and egg cycle and and that was the um the difficulty do, do you think that this is um have you broken down that wall where you, is I your think, game accessible or i think so i think if you are expecting exploding kittens which is <laughs> I don't two know. minutes to so learn. <laughs> it literally 130 takes 130 <laughs> It literally what? takes two minutes to learn, right? And it's just the silliest game ever. And I know some people enjoy it. No, I mean and it's fun. It's it's yeah. it's like it's like a gateway game, but yeah. I don't know if it's. it's I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't even say it's a gateway. It's not even a gateway, right? It's it's something that anyone can pick up and play, yeah. and, and they probably wouldn't be interested in a more complex game. I I believe uh, something like Settlers of Catan. If you heard about it, yeah, that's even, the gateway one. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really actually a what got me into into these types of board games. And I've heard that so much. And I, I think in game stores abroad, what they'll say is they'll put a game up there and they'll say times one or times two Settlers of Catan, just so that you know how complex it is compared yeah. to that baseline. It's the benchmark. It is the benchmark. And I, I really do believe this is a times one of Settlers of Catan. It's, it's the same kind of complexity in terms of, it's not too difficult to learn. There are a couple of rules that you have to kind of memorize at the very beginning. And it, it might seem a little daunting, uh, the tutorial is about 10, 10 minutes, hopefully, so it's not a couple of hours. Um, but I think once you take one or two rounds, you get it and you enjoy it. And the reason I mention this is everyone who's played the game so far, at least the first few weeks of the launch, were all uh, non-gamers, right? Or non-hardcore board gamers. And they all loved it. I mean, these are people who've only played Monopoly. And I can see the look in their eyes when I first started explaining the rules, like, wait, 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 this is... This is a little bit too much. I need to think. I need to think. Um, but, uh, you know, a couple of maybe 10 or 20 minutes later, they were rolling. I mean, and they were really enjoying it and telling me they wanted to play it again. And, and most of them purchased the game. So I think it is, it has broke down a lot of barriers. And I think we learn from our mistakes. So, you know, looking back, I think in a year's time, in two years time, I'll keep coming up with ways to even simplify it further and further. What's the, uh, what's what was the process very briefly of yeah. how you, you brought it to life. And it was just, uh, it was just doing things. So can I just say something? Honestly. Close. No, honestly. Just I don't did things. <laughs> I, I really got to say this because I, I have a best friend who, who has a foul mouth and, and he would say, and I'm going to try to keep this as PG as possible, but he would say, you know, I, I hate people who are rocket scientists. You know, I, I need people who get done. Excuse my language, right? We'll uh, fix it later. <laughs> um, and then I realize what he means. And I really can see two types of people in this world uh, when they approach any project. There are people who just overthink things so much. They want everything to be absolutely perfect. 
they don't realize that life is chaos, right? You can never, you can never get stuff done if you want it to be perfect. And there are others who just think of an idea, get the ground rolling and learn as they go along. And I think that was my process. Mm. So man, I, I took uh, a Game of Thrones map and I just drew over it because Game of Thrones was in the final season. Everyone was raving about Game of Thrones. And I'm like, that's the way I'll get people to play my game is if I tell them there's a game about Game of Thrones, right? And the, 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 the one in, that's sold in stores is so complex, no one wants to play it. Um, and yeah, I've played that one, it's pretty is, complex. It is horrible. Yeah. Uh, not horrible, horrible for a casual gamer, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, but um, so I drew that and I made up some rules that mimic reality, right? Um, that I wanted in the game. People came over, played it, had a blast. Uh, but then I sat down with each one and took their honest opinion on what they liked and what they didn't like. And I kept doing that and improving the game uh, until I had a, a beautiful game that was playing really well. And that's when I picked my theme. That's when I said, I want to play in the third century BC. That's when I picked the characters, the heroes, you know, um, and, and did everything you see today, put in the map, uh, built some algorithms and probability models to make sure that the game works well. Um, yeah, I remember this. I remember this. <laughs> Algorithms. How will it make me win? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You know, it's like it's like oh my god. Seriously, that that was that was. Um... But what what I uh, I had a question for you. Have you ever lost at your own board game? Yeah, yeah. I, How many I times? I mean, I'd probably too many lose, to count. Too many to count. I'd, I'd lose fifty percent of the time, and and the fifty percent. Yeah, I would oh, lose but with us, hundred percent. You're winning. <laughs> Well, if we play again, you might you might be able to win. But my wife always gives me this advice. She's like, stop winning because no one's going to buy the game. Just let them win. I'm like, I can't. I'm just too competitive. <laughs> um, um, the, the reason I don't win always is uh, there is an element of luck, which mimics reality, right? There's a beautiful book I read about how, you know, the greatest battles in, in the world were shaped by sometimes luck. Like, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but Napoleon at Waterloo, you know, he had um, a stomach infection <laughs> that prevented him from being his energetic self, which could have changed the, the entire world. And, you know, stuff happens. That's just I life. I completely agree. I've, 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 I've done some research on some battles and I'm trying to think of one now, but um, it was uh, William the Conqueror. Yes. <laughs> yes. He waited for two months to invade uh, invade England yes. because of the wind was going the opposite way. So he he was he was at Normandy, and <laughs> he wanted to sail towards England, but the wind was was this was the other way. Yeah. So he had to wait for two months, which gave enough time for uh, uh, who was that? The Earl? I forgot his his name now. Oh my God, I forgot his name. Who ended up? He gathered his army yeah. and he came down to to I think it's called the Battle of Hastings. Yes. And that's, that battle, this is insane. That battle is what shaped English. I've saw, um, I need to uh, oversimplify. This is a YouTube channel and they did this. And that's where yeah. I learned this from. It's amazing how he explains it. And I didn't know that such one battle and because of an element of luck, exactly. which was the wind, shaped how our language is spoken today. It's Absolutely. insane. You guys should watch that. But you just made me remember yeah, absolutely that. and so the game tried to mimics this through random events some dice not a, not a lot mm. but uh, in addition to that you got six players playing i don't know if, if anyone can see the map here but you know there's a there's a massive map and even if you're playing as four players three people can gang up on you and they often do when i'm playing every time i play this game it's no longer fun for me because you're always winning that's why <laughs> <laughs> everyone tries to attack me no one trusts anything i say and um 
I'm always fighting everyone on the map, so I end up losing quite often now. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if you lose because people are ganging up, that's I think that's more than more than fair. I mean, that's more than fine, more than fair. You you did your you know your duty. Yeah. Um, okay, I want I want to ask you a question uh, a bit about the show. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the name uh, Nobody's Famous means to you? I I see, and I don't know if you have this in mind. I see an element of humbleness, right, to it. As in, you know, you have some distinguished guest, uh, you have some up-and-coming artist. Or, and when we say nobody's famous, to me, in my, in my point of view, and this might be completely wrong, it's about saying that we're all, we're all one, we're all human, um, no matter what our accomplishments are, no matter what our backgrounds are, no one's really famous. We're all the same. We're all just as capable. We're all equal. And... Um, Let's have a, a honest, friendly chat with nothing of that fame element, right? Like when I'm talking to a newspaper, I speak to it very differently than I would on this podcast because there are certain, I would say, rasmiyat or yeah, yeah. protocol. Yeah. Formalities. And formalities. And here it's, it's more chilled. It's more relaxed. It's more, that's what I get out of it when I, when I see the name of the show is, you know, you're interviewing these amazing people, but... They seem so relatable, um, and uh, and you know, and and they feel so comfortable during the interview. Um, and I I really look forward to listening to more people. I, I listen. I I can't say I listen to every single episode. I listen. How to dare you? <laughs> I've played the game. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I definitely listened to to a couple, and and they were really fascinating people doing some amazing stuff that are truly inspirational. I, I like what you said. Just as capable. Uh, and it goes back to what you said about um, uh, how you were able to do uh, your own great things through um, just getting stuff done, uh, you know, starting things and just going ahead with them. And uh, it's kind of like how, how our show kind of started. Uh, I was stuck in this very um, analysis, uh, paralysis kind of state. Yeah. And, uh, and Alex was the one who kind of pushed me to... He's like, just... Um, Let's just record the show, you know, and <laughs> he called my bluff. He got the equipment and he's like, uh, you know, just book a guest now. So I was like, oh my God, I have to ask people now <laughs> to be on the show that no one has ever heard about. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? I don't even know. So that's how it started. And that's why we relate to it uh, quite a bit. Uh, and it's a great message for anyone um, who has this idea in their head, willing to start something. Because an idea in your head is just there. It's yeah. just that. And uh, as soon as you write it down, that's the first step. But you need to do something about it. Absolutely. Man. So I, I, I really, uh, we, <laughs> we really relate to that to that point. Just, just as ca capable. Yeah. Um, what's what's the next step for Muhammad Khadi? As a board game designer. As anything. As there's many <laughs> things to you. So there's yeah. what's the next step for you? Do you? This is what you've created. You'll move on to something else. Are you? Yeah. I mean. You know, what's what's the next step? So I've set up a company called Cat Eye and Arts because as I was doing this, and by the way, this game has an educational component that you never really pick up on, but it's teaching you about Rome and Carthage mm -hmm. and all these heroes and background and, and what happened in history. Just like video games. Just like video games, right? But so everything I wanted to do, I want to do that positively impacts this world, um, that in enhances education, knowledge, interests, and in particular things that I think will be beneficial to people because history, for example, here, you know, who, he who does not know his history is often, you know,
will often repeat it, right? Um, and um, history repeats itself. And, and, and for me, looking at that, I came up with cation arts, which is a positively charged atom. How can art positively impact our, our world? That's what cation arts mean. And right now I'm working on my second game called um, Climate Change. And it's there to teach kids about what climate change means, how to address it, what are the issues about it, in a fun, interactive way. You know, I'm doing one on a um, Mars 2071 mission for the UAE. How does the UAE reach Mars? Uh, and what every kind of player has to do. You know, there's an astronaut, there's a scientist there. You know, we've talked about doing a collaboration yeah, together yeah. that uh, I would love to work on as Sneak well. Sneak peek. <laughs> so, you know, I, I feel like this game, I mean, even if it's not the biggest thing going on in, in my life, and definitely my full-time job usually is, but I feel like I would pay an arm and a leg to continue doing this, even if it's not commercially successful, which it is, alhamdulillah, but even if it wasn't in the future, because it just feels like it's an outlet of creativity and it's um, a way where someone can breathe, someone who's quite um, stressed with so many responsibilities can just take a backseat mm -hmm. and, and focus on something and just, you know, kind of like painting. I don't know if you know this, but painting and coloring is often you know, described as a, yeah. a self-treatment, right? Yeah. And, and to me, this is my my way to escape some of the, uh, the tension and the pressure that you might feel and that everyone feels, right? If every listener has their own thing. I'm not special. I'm not unique in that. Everyone has their family situation or their work situation or something that's keeping them busy. And I, I believe you need to find your thing that can take your mind off of it and just give your mind a break. Thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, and and um, and with that, we've kind of reached the uh, the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, I have one final question for you. Do you have any questions for me? <laughs> of course I do. And my question is, when are you designing your own board game? Because I because hey, let, let me just say Ooh. something. I drink you, some water. <laughs> <laughs> so if if anyone's listening on this podcast, when I met, first met Ali and I showed him my game, I realized he was working on his own. That. Um, you know, and, and he showed me a story that he's written, a script that I absolutely fell in love with. It was such a beautiful story. And I really think you should take it forward. Um, I know you're busy with the podcast and everything else you do. Yeah, I mean, this is but, fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but man, I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to collaborate. I'm sure others are too. But I think, uh, you know, going on the theme of the show, just do it, man. Just, uh, just Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I think uh, we, we discussed it and... Uh, you, my answer to you was, you said when you were done with this, yeah. we're going to work on that. So <laughs> let this be uh, the moment that we do that. Sure. Uh, that would be my answer. Sounds amazing. I just wanted to, by the way, just thank you for having me on the show. It's a great honor and, and privilege to be here. Uh, I hope uh, listeners perhaps uh, like this board game, get a copy. You know, I got to do myself. Look. <laughs> do you want to do that voiceover that you just did? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I should yeah, do okay, that. Okay. I should let's, do that. Let's, so, let's give it a try. So I'm, I'm doing an audition for the, for the board game. Conqueror, Final Conquest. There's Asia Minor and also Asia Major. <laughs> uh, learn about Hannibal the Great, Julius Caesar, and... Uh, oh shit, I forgot his name. <laughs> uh, and Ramses II. Live in Conqueror Final Conquest. 
a grand campaign for five to six players, which will take you only two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got, you got to put the, the link to sell it. Oh, right? yeah, yeah the, yeah. the link. I don't even know the link. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a cat eye on arts, right? No, it's Conquer okay. FC. A Conquer FC. So at conquerfc.com, you can get your copy. If you don't want to put your credit card online, just go to Back to Games and you can get a copy from there. It'll be sold in Virgin Mega Stores as well. Thank you so much again for, for having me. I really Thank you, Mohammed. It. it was an absolute pleasure. Um, any final words? No, man. Just, uh, again, humbled. And I hope this was uh, inspirational for people who have creative projects to just move ahead and, and do it. I'm sure it was. We'll sign us off. Uh, thank you so much for being with us. This is the Nobody's Famous Podcast. Signing off. You can find us on Anrami, SoundCloud, Stitcher. You can watch us on YouTube. Don't watch us while driving. You can listen to us and we'll be with you all the way. Opa!